This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We like a bit of abuse anyway. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, where we like a bit of abuse. This is Barnsley FC's longest-running podcast, and we are proud to be part of the TalkSport Fans Network. With us, as always, Reds Report, Ian and Stevie. Stevie, you've got no subtitle today for those watching on YouTube. You normally have a bit very, of a slogan. Very poor. Or... Very poor. Yeah. You're a nice, <laughs> nice, nice, steady week. You know, I didn't want I didn't want to cause any problems with anybody. I didn't want anybody, you know, abusing me on Twitter or abusing me on Facebook or abusing me on Instagram or abusing me on Tinder, WhatsApp or Tinder. Grinder, Tinder, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Other and, apps are available, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, but you can't Swipe download left. them from the Play Store. Swipe but left. <laughs> um, listen, lads, obviously, uh, no game um, at, at the weekend, internationals, uh, no game, uh, Portsmouth, everything. So Burton is up next. We're going to discuss Burton at the end of the show because I thought, well, we could sit here and talk about work and the weather no. oh, and no. our dogs and the fact that Steve is going to be moving out and Ian's moved out and I'm not going anywhere. I thought, oh, well, let's... oh, wow. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He is. Miles, yeah. miles, yeah. miles that way. He's leaving us. He's leaving us. How much is well, it? Eight mile, no, actually. No, 0.3 miles. <laughs> yeah, not far off. Madness, yeah. isn't it? What's point? Oh, but yeah, yeah. Keep our laugh happy, definitely. <laughs> I'm not liking these dark nights. It's, you know, quite, what is you know? it? 10 to, 10 to 8. 10 to 8. And, and, it's, and it's dark. You know no what good. these nights are perfect for, Steve? As well as that, yes. I thought <laughs> that's what you bought Caravan for. <laughs> Going down memory lane. Because there is no okay. review, and you don't know what I'm going to be asking you, so I, all I ask you is to try and keep it clean. So, um, so we, we 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 did a bit of an article for four four two, and that gave me the idea. So, Steve, we start with you. First memory of supporting Barnsley, maybe not going along. When did you get the bug? How long did that take you? What was maybe your first match, and it went from there? We'll go you first, oh. Ian. Yours is coming up at the same one, so start thinking. Start thinking. <laughs> Start thinking. Well, my my dad worked at Oakwell for for years on turnstiles and in uh, in cash office with Michael Spink, 
Um, so you'd think that my first memory would be my dad taking me to a football match. But he were ain't miserable, son. He didn't like football anyway. Why the hell he got his centre part time job working at Oakwell? I will never ever know, and I can't ask him now unless anybody is any good at seances. Um, so I can remember me granddad. Word. I got a word. Hold on. You got a word. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting. Not once for yes and twice for no. Um, so I can remember going a couple of times with my granddad, um, but my first actual memory of going to Oakwell were a. I can remember. I do remember it because it was Tuesday night and they were absolutely pissing it down. Uh, and I went with a friend, friend of the family, as you do. You know, one of these uncles that's never been an uncle in a month of Sundays. But I've uh, been seen for years. Well, no, he's dead at all. Fully enough, it's a bugger when you get old, isn't it? Um, I can remember going with him. It was a miserable, horrible Tuesday night, and I think it were against Cambridge. Uh, don't ask me to score. I ain't got a clue. I can just remember being absolutely wet through and thinking, Christ, if this is it for the rest of my life, um, <laughs> I ain't got much to look forward to. And here I am, uh, 48 years later, still basically thinking the same. No. <laughs> it's not got any better. Not really, no. <laughs> I just what? sit undercover now. I don't have to stand out in rain. <clears throat> what about what about you, Ian? I know circumstances are obviously different, but what was the first match when you thought, you know, yeah, this is it. This is This is like home for me type thing. Like, this is the club I want to support. This is... Where my allegiance lies, although you're from over the border. <laughs> uh, I was trying to, I was trying to wrap my brain. Actually, it was, it was um, probably late nineties, I think. Um, there was certainly that cup run, um, the two games against United, um, which, in fairness, we should have won the first one. <laughs> if it wasn't, was it Mike? Was it Mike Riley? I can never remember. With the dodgy referee with the Gary Neville yeah. tackle. Dodgy referee, you can't say that. We don't have dodgy referee in. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think first game, but it it were late, it were late nineties. Um, and I think that atmosphere at Oakwell for the replay was somewhere else. One um, of my favourite goals, I must admit that. Scott yeah. Scott Jones header towards end and well, when we were doing that absolutely mad. When we were compiling that thing for four four two. I looked. Um, I went back on YouTube and reminiscing, and um, I looked at. We, we were looking at different subjects, weren't we? And I, and I, what, I always love that Trevor Aylott header against City in eighty one. Oh, you said that, yeah. yeah. And, that, and the crowd and everything—it's like the roof went off. And it was very similar in that replay against United. So, kind of those kind of nights are few and far between, but very special. Oh, yeah. yeah, very and much. It, 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 it's weird, isn't it? Because. <laughs> Mine was the neighbour. I'd never played football. So unlike a lot of people that played football in school, because in all one played, but nah, not that much. So Steve will tell you I'm not even, well, I'm not good. Um, but I always liked watching it. I was brought up with my, my dad had one season of professional football and he watched football, even if it was on telly and it was the Norwegian, I don't know, preliminary round of their domestic cup. He'd watch it because he was just a football fanatic. Um and I remember going to football matches in Holland, but it was always fine or Ajax because we had just a bit of a glory onto us, course. And then it was my neighbour across. I lived in Wordsborough and he asked if he could borrow the lawnmower because it had just blown up. So, yeah, it's fine. Well, there you go. And then he said, oh, I've got I've got tickets for it. If you want to come and watch Reds because they're at home. I thought, oh, yeah, can do. And I remember walking into the Pontian and walking down and seeing them warm up. And you know when people... I, I, I talk Pontian because... Where we used to sit, and everybody said, Hey, up, you're right, even if they didn't know you. 
and being Dutch and in the country for about 18 months or whatever it was, I just felt like I belonged somewhere. You know what I mean? Like it's, and then he said, Oh, we're going to Huddersfield. And I did the week after the week after that. Hmm. I can get you a ticket if you want to come. I'm like, All right. And then I started going on my own, which is good because he died about three years later. So he couldn't take me no more. So I started going on my own. But yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> It's, it's really there's a, theme, there's a theme running through all this. It's really depressing. This anybody listening to this, if you need any help, I'll put Samaritan's number outside of my name next week. <laughs> right, let's let's brighten it up a bit then. In in the years that you've 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 seen the Reds, let's have a discussion of who is the best, and you can, we'll make it player in a Barnsley shirt. So even if we had somebody on loan, but they played for us in a Barnsley shirt, who is the best player? that you've seen and why because you know you, you might talk about i don't know Lasley's in goal or you might talk about redfern because of this but it might be somebody that i don't know i don't know ian you can go first because steve's just gone first it's a tough one isn't it i don't i don't think anybody's got there's no right or wrong answer is there with this one no it's no choice, no, but... no what steve's wrong <laughs> again <laughs> I mean, you, men you mentioned Redfern, and he, he were kind of like goal-scoring midfielder, leader, captain, just everything, wasn't he? But then you look at flair players tend to tend to get it, don't they? And, and I always think Adam Hamill, because he was one of them players that was unpredictable and would get you off your seat. So you're, you're always going to kind of probably go for more of those goal-scoring or, or combat combative players. Um, I don't think I've got one standout. I think, they, like I said, it's probably more like a top two, top three, really. But if fairness, you could probably make your favourite eleven up, can't you, for every position? Yeah. But oh yeah, I've, I think the players, Redfern. We'll talk about him later, actually, for the question. But for me, it was because I always thought Adam Hamill, especially when he came back after that initial loan spell, just represented what Barnsley is about, isn't it? Like if you work hard and you give your all. Yeah. And I remember, you know, when he came back. And his first match was at York, like in the cup. And and I remember, was it that was early 16, wasn't it, that he came back again, didn't he? When he started. Um, was that his third spell? Second spell. Mind blank. Second thing. Yeah. And um it, it had been that he had been training with us, and then Patrick Ryan had asked him to you know to join. And we were in a it was a cup game against York. And it was like he'd never been away. Bearing in mind, he'd battled some demons and he had some, you know, mental health problems and everything. And I remember Vicky Stevens running around the pitch with drinks and energy gels and everything because he was absolutely blowing out of his ass. <laughs> but whenever he played, he, to me, that what, what, what Barnsley represents, honest, hardworking. Um, so, yeah, I... I I mean, character as well, weren't it? We're like, yeah. you, you've got to, you've got to have characters. There's not enough like a, characters in football like, anymore. Like a maverick. Like yeah, maverick, but that's man. what you want. You want somebody who's a bit, a bit edgy, a bit, yeah. you know, he runs a bit close to line. It's and there's not yeah. enough. You could go through any sport actually now, not just football. You can tennis, golf, all that sort of thing. PC gone mad. You can't have people that say what they want or say what they think. It's you've got to talk party I'm, line to a certain extent. I know this is probably going to be controversial, but I love Sam Winall. When he was in a red shirt, shirt and the goals he scored that period. Sorry, sorry, he's gone. 
The, but the thing is, though, the thing is, Ian, this is and this is what, and, and I'd love, I'd love to have absolute disgrace, that man. <laughs> but I, 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 but I, I agree. I agree. take because away all, all the, the, just strip it away to the time he was in a Barnsley shirt and the goals he scored and stuff like. I remember like that playoff against Walsall. I remember so many games that that um, he scored some great goals and it was just sods law that. One of my lads got one of the tops and I'd win all put on the back and two weeks later he'd gone. <laughs> I think it, it's just where he went though, isn't it? You get know, players know, like I that. that are, yeah. They're actually, are, to a certain extent, cult heroes, that sort of thing. Yeah. But they just leave in the wrong way because yes. then it tarnished. Duff, the way that he went, the things that he said at the end, has tarnished what yeah. little bit of history he created. And I think that's that's what spoils it. I totally get it, but if you just take in isolation, if you look at a player when he's in that shirt and he's in his contribution at that time, and and I just thought, you know, it, it, I thought you were great. I really did. And I think you have to be because I, I I remember obviously he left. That came out the day that Rimo was put to rest, wasn't it? Because that was the why. But. I sort of understand why he left. You have to think, we didn't have a CEO at the time. Hacking Bottom was running everything and there were players going and it was in, the club was in a bit of a mess. But what I, what I never understand is, Danny Wilson is hailed as a hero, but didn't he leave for Wednesday? Correct. Correct. So why, yeah, is, why, is, why is Danny Wilson a hero, but Sam Winnell's a pig? I, listen, and, and, and I want to have an open honest because I, I, I've never, maybe because I'm not from, I, I've never understood that. When a manager, because he got us to the Premier League, does that, he's this. But Sam Winnell, who, when he played, he scored almost, he went, and I get it. And I wasn't, I wasn't happy. But I, why don't we not forgive him, but we forgive him? Anyway, Steve, yeah. what about you then? I can't even remember the question now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may be the, the best player that you've seen oh, in, in God. a red shirt. Because obviously, it's, it's like, when you used to go, it was in black and white, wasn't it? It was very much in black and white. No, it's you can't. I can't pick one out and say he was my all-time favourite. You, you you get favourite players as as the team changes. I mean, teams changed many many times, same as managers and stuff like that. Um, Paul Futcher was fantastic, majestic. Uh, what a what a player. Um, so that he were one of my first favourites, David Curry. Again, I'm going back quite a lot of time before he went what, to Forest. Yeah. What great what, hair! What, uh, what fantastic hair! He put Chris Waddle to shame with that hair. <laughs> uh, and then you, you you know you move you're moving on. Um, I can remember Jan Mulby coming towards yeah. end of his career. Thirty eight stones stood in centre circle, but Never balls moved. ball. He didn't have to move. That's the point. He did not have to move. He could ping that ball to a 10 pence piece anywhere on pitch. Absolutely amazing to watch. Uh, Lars Lees. Mm, no, I don't know whether Lars Lees ever tickled my boat. Heinz uh, Muller. Remember Heinz Muller? He was tidy. He was a tidy keeper. We liked him. Um, Butler. I like Butler as a keeper when he used to turn around and give it guns. <laughs> um, that I can remember, I can remember that, and then obviously moving, moving nearer, uh, Mike Sharon. If you remember when Mike mm-hmm. Sharon came after his, his time at Man City, uh, we've had actually some really, really good players that sort of mm-hmm. dropped down and come to us, but now obviously 
the way Barnsley's run, it don't work like that. We don't get we don't get failing stars. We get growing stars. Um, yeah, very true. And I think that's that just shows now the way the club is going, the way that it's being run is instead of getting people that's on way down, we're, we're getting people that are on way up and uh, long may it continue, uh, especially with like, like Sir John Stones. Mm. We, we mentioned some of them, but Barnsley over time have had some really successful players that became captain and then moved on to, you know, good, great things. I mean, we talked about Redfern and what he did for Barnsley. And obviously, you know, he moved on. Did he go? I'm going to did he go to Charlton. And, you know, we've had uh, Howard. Uh, was it was a tidy player that we, you know, we often forget. It was that sort of, we were really good at one point in producing good number eights. You know, that, that sort of role. Hurahan. Uh, we've had Hignard, we've had Howard. Hudan, obviously, as captain as well. Um, is there for you a, a favourite, a, a captain that you think he was exactly what we want? Because captain, is, it's a personal thing, isn't it? Somebody yeah. wants somebody who's really vocal, everything. And um, Redfern was the ultimate professional, wasn't he? And he was just... A, I think he was he were epitome of captaincy for me because yeah. he, led, he led by... He could play. He was certainly a player, but he led by example. And for me, if I were picking a captain at her alt games I've watched, I think Redfern would be for me because I'm going back. I am going back that far. And we've had good captains since, don't get me wrong. But it was one of them. He pulled his socks up and said, right, lads, follow me. He were first first into battle sort of thing. And that's that's the sort of captain I want. Your, your Neil Redferns, your Roy Keens, that sort of, that sort of captain does it and for he- me. He is. Yeah. I mean, we might as well go to that question now, Ian, I'm sure. When you think about the time of you supporting Barnsley FC, if there is one player that is synonymous with Barnsley FC, I can only think of Redfern. And I know he went to other places, but he just seems to be... That's him, isn't it? Like, you mm. know what I mean? He, as a captain... And I know it was that fantastic season. And I know when we went up to the Premier League... No, there is always that you can sign all these players, but are they going to do anything? And and I remember the first goal he scored for us was West Ham at home, wasn't it? Like mm-hmm. he gets the free kick and he scored. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, I, 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 there's players come and go, but legends, for whatever reason or another, whether that be contribution, work rate or whatever, he just falls in that bracket for me. And not because we went to the Premier League, but more of the sort of person, how he led, how he, it's blood, sweat and tears, isn't it? And, you know, he'd have to be carried off. Um, is there anybody else synonymous? I mean, for people that are supported for longer, you could probably say Norman Remington, because he's had every job going. Um, and <laughs> Ronnie Glavin, let's face it, King Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie Glavin, yeah. let's all think yeah. that, you know, he's, 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 he is an urban legend, definitely. Yeah. Well, that was it. I mean, was, we were looking, some of the some of the points in the, in the article were like legends, best player, all that. And, and kind of, it got me doing a bit of... Um, trying to recap and look back and you look at some, you know, you look at the stats for Glavin for a midfielder and you look at some of the, the goals when you look back on YouTube and stuff and it just, to come down from Celtic and, and he just, he just run the show, didn't he? You know, 70 odd goals in 170 some appearances for a midfielder as well. Yeah, um, you know, it's, 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 it's it makes you think, it makes you think, and it's only because I heard something on Talksport this morning going into work. It makes you think what you, what players like Glavin and like Redfern and like probably Futcher would be worth 
in today's market. Oh, players like that. Yeah, you, you know, your Jordan Hendersons and your Addy Maguires and what have you don't come anywhere near. No, really don't. Not fit to lace the boots, are they? Some of them. No, no, not mm. at all. What about managers, the lads? What managers? Good or bad? Oh, I said I'm going to take your pig. Keith Hill, has he still got his hat on? <laughs> but let's let's talk good first, because we've had some we've had some managers that went on to make a name. Whether the grass was green on the other side remains to be seen. But you <laughs> talked about a Michael Duff, you know, in a time where the relationship between the club and the fans were probably at his lowest. You know, he did a job, didn't he? He brought people in and he did a job. And it was like, Daniel Stendhal, he gets a point. Everybody says, who's this guy? You know, uh, an over 96 B team or whatever. And it'll never work. And he got the town cheering again. And I still remember we went up that night because, was it Sunderland lost or whatever? And there were a video of him running out, out of Premier in a Gateway Plaza, straight yeah. <laughs> straight into the garrison. Um, <laughs> and and they, they often go, well, no, a Struber, you know. And I know it was only a season. Um, what managers stand out for you? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Steve, let's, let's go you first. Yeah, I mean, more recently, yeah, definitely them. Definitely them. Uh, I mean, when I first, earliest memories, I can't really remember. I remember Norman Hunter to a, uh, to a certain extent. I can even remember Bobby Collins to a certain extent. I bet there's not many folk can remember him. Um, then you come through like your Simon Davies, who actually, I know not everybody's favourite, but did quite well for us. Uh, Keith Hill is always a, a bone of contention, let's be honest. Um, and his sidekick, yeah. Flitcroft. And his sidekick, Flitcroft. Uh, obviously, Mark, um, Mark Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. Could have, you know, could have, would have, should have before he left. Um, what do they call that guy who got done for insider betting? Can't remember his name now, but assistant. Oh, of um, the one of Lee Johnson's. What it one Tommy, of Lee Johnson? Tommy, oh, Tommy Wright. Oh, Tommy Wright. Tommy yeah, Wright. Yeah. yeah. See, Lee Johnson came in with this big 10 point plan, 100 point plan, and all this sort of thing. And then let's face it. Not all points worked, did they? I mean, Eki, you know, Eki were doing really well and then moved on to Leeds again. It, bright lights didn't work, but doing a fantastic job at United. Mm-hmm. Danny Wilson again, you know, he did well for us, Danny, but went for went for bright lights and big money at Hillsborough and that were end of that, weren't it? Really, it just goes to show, yeah. you know, sometimes you say 
managers, even players, they should, you know, give us another season or give us another couple of seasons to make your name and to build your build your stock up, sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, they get whisked away, they get tempted away, and that's it. Never see them again. Where is yeah, Gwynall these days, by the way? <laughs> he was at Oxford last I heard. <laughs> what, shopping? Yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. Studying. 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 Uh, lots of studying, all. <laughs> We never Viv Anderson gets never mentioned, does it? Because Viv came no. with Danny oh, Wilson, didn't it? You were a great player, though, Viv. When you, that well, Forest side that won European Cup twice, yeah. what a side that were! Gary Bertles, John Robertson. Oh, I say, going back, <laughs> young boys, jumpers for goalposts, ah, marvelous. <laughs> what about managers that you might have forgotten about? Managers that came in and it just never worked. People. Uh, not so long ago, you know, we've 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 had a couple. What was the what was the Norwegian fella called? We is well, he's on. Thor, oh God, yeah. Thor, 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 not Thor, because he's not Thor. No, not Thor. Gunderson or Gun yeah. Gundermonson or something like that. I'd forgotten yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. He was shite and all them, weren't yeah. he? Can't he even remember him. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about him. And, wow. And just, uh, I G- mean, Gujar was it? Gu- Goujon, no, that chicken. The lovely for Arsenal or whatever it were. I can never say it. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, recently, obviously, shop and Asbagi, it yeah. that didn't work, did it? No. That was no. I think it's it's funny in it because you look at Lee Johnson and he has he seems to have moments where he'll go on a really good run and he'll go on a really bad run. He did it at Sunderland and I mean he's popped up at Fleetwood now and he's manager of Bloody yeah. Fleetwood. Um you look at sort of um well shop was the classic that we've gone from Valor and Ismail taking us almost to the Premier League and then within months shoppers completely <laughs> turned it on its head. But that, that amazed me though, because I can remember watching shop play as a player. Yeah, I mean, he played that. with he played with Guardiola at Barcelona. He were a fantastic midfielder, mm-hmm. and I were real when when they said he were going to come and be manager. I was really excited because I thought if he's going to bring the skills that he'd got, wow, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, but not and all. Wow, it were a load of crap, weren't it? Yeah, Let's face not, it. Not all footballers make good managers, do they? Not at <laughs> and, all. And I and not I do think, and I know it's a sore point, but I do think with Shop, with Asbagi. Literally, I think a lot was lost in translation. I mm. think when a manager tries to bring over a point and he has to do that in a second or third language, and I'm not knocking and I'm not going down that well, road. But yeah, I, mean, I think that when he said on on again, was it on either I follow or to Doug, we ne- we need to learn to lose better. And I know what he's saying. He wants us to learn lessons. But when you say to the press, we need yeah. to learn to lose better, fancy that and think, what the f- are you on about? I know, it's only it's in like him who, him who crawled about on all fours in in dressing room. Marais, 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 Marais. Oh my! You know God, about him. Oh, Mourinho, Mourinho's right hand man. Yeah, yeah, right hand for what? What were he doing with his right hand? Because he weren't <laughs> bloody learning how to bat football. It's funny you say about. It's funny you say about like lost in translation, and I get that. But then Daniel Standall's br- English wasn't brilliant. But I just loved his passion. I loved, the fact, I, I loved how he, not just on the touchline, I loved how he embraced the town yeah. and he was in the garrison and he and, and he, he just, and I know it, it didn't quite go right in the championship and probably 
again, the, the squad wasn't good enough. But that football in League One, we were we were winning three and four, yeah. but should have been seven and eights. We played such a wonderful high press, and he was so in, um, addictive watching him on the touchline. And, and you just listen to his press conference; he just seemed a really nice guy. And you just thought those players loved him. <laughs> I, I honestly, you know, when you just said that, I think the difference was that when. Stendhal wanted to explain something and wasn't working. He'd run on the pitch and he'd show him, and I want you to do this and look there and <laughs> yeah. do this. And Shop would be like... Well, here's a question for you then, which is we don't normally go down this route. Oh, dear. If Stendhal had been backed money-wise, monetary-wise, and stopped rather than getting rid of him, do you think he would have done better that next season? <laughs> it... When you say backed, we, it was a young squad, wasn't it? Like you look at Mads yeah. Anderson, was you know, uh, yeah. it, it it needed quite a bit of investment. But but then you look at that team sheet with Kiefer Moore and Pinnock yeah. at the back and Davis and stuff. That squad in seventeen that got promoted. If we could have kept a lot of that, and I mean, he probably still tried to play a bit too adventurous football in the championship with that squad, and we were getting spanked a little bit. But I'd like to think we'd have stayed up at the very least. And then built on something. Um, you, you never know, do you? But I think you look. You just look at that kind of that squad with, uh, that 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 finished that season that that went up in a very very strong league one that season. Sunderland, yeah, yeah. Portsmouth. There was a lot of teams in that that were really really pushing. Luton won it. I think we were a couple of points behind, and we both got ninety odd points yeah. to go up automatic. Um, Hell of a squad that you'd have that squad today, I tell you. Yeah. Um, oh, you so I'd, I'd like to think with a bit of investment, yes, they, they would have at least kept them up. Yeah. Um, the last one then, and we need to talk about it because on every um, show where you look back, I, I need to know the best goal that you've witnessed. Either I talk well or away, obviously a Barnsley goal, but the best goal, the most memorable goal for whatever. I mean, I'll go first, and I'll be honest. I was there. It was a Tuesday night at home, and um, it was, I believe, the debut of Craig Hignett. Um, and a certain... It was the Barnard goal, wasn't it? That was the same match in it that I'm thinking of. I took my daughter. My daughter's 30 now. And um, she didn't like it very much because it was quite cold. So she kept wanting to go to the toilet because they were a little eater. So we won 7-1. I only saw three goals, but I did see that one because she kept wanting to go to the toilet. Achana, if you're listening, I'll never forget. Um, but yeah, the Barnard goal, and I know it once a year it goes. Darren Barnard, we haven't talked about it, but again, you know, a player that came, he'd been to Chelsea and he'd been alone here and there. I, to me, somebody I, I just on that left side, I just do, I, you can still see it, can't you? You can still. It's oh. iconic. It's an iconic goal. And when anybody says what's best goal probably that Barnsley scored, that is definitely number one, maybe number two. Um, I mean, we talked about Scott Jones earlier on about that yeah. United game. Uh, and he were outstanding that night. And what a, what, a, what a night that were. But I suppose mine, or one of my favourites, is Adam Amels at Wembley. Yeah, where he yeah, cut, yeah. cut him from that side, beat a couple of players, and then curled it in far corner. What yeah. an amazing, an amazing stage for such a goal! Yeah. Uh, and, and I, you know, it's, 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 it's things like that 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 do stick in your memory. 
It, you know, when you describe that goal, I can hear the commentary. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it flies in. What about for you, Ian? I think for me, there's a couple of Hurricane long distance oh. ones. Is it, well, is it the, the final one against Leeds? The, that's one league? of them. And then I think the one, the winner at Forest one night oh. match, and he yeah. just drilled that in from like so far out was just like. Unbelievable. I mean, the probably better quality goals scored. We've mentioned them, but I think for the moment, some of those were just like just why you love football when you go yeah. daft when one of them hits the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we go to the Burton, then a really, really quick one, Steve. If we do a show like this again, where we talk about memories and favourite goals, do you think we will mention any? Players, goals, matches of the 23-24 season. Do you believe we have any players that will stand out to become legends, favourite players, crowd pleasers, whatever you want to call them, or that will be the iconic Barnsley player that you know everybody's longing for? Or is the jury still... Well, if you'd, have, if you'd have asked me this question in August... When all keyboard warriors were out and slagging everybody off, blah blah blah, bored again. Um, I would probably say, mm, no, you you need you need this squad to gel. You need these players to have a bit of time. I know we've only played a few matches, but I think Roberts, from what I've seen as a goalkeeper, looks quite outstanding for what he's done in a few games. So I think he could possibly go on to be quite a a, a good player. I think Lapata mm. could quite easily go on to be whatever he wants to be if he keeps getting better and he keeps bringing that passion to pitch. Uh, I really do think uh, he could be one. I know we talk about Connell, and I, I passed a comment on Twitter earlier today, I think it was, yeah, of course I want Connell to come back. I want him to be 100%. But I want him to be well for whatever it is that's wrong with him. But in a way, we've got to stop talking about him and stop paying, piling this pressure because that lad, I'm sure, is itching to get back on field. But he doesn't need the added stress of 15,000 Barnsley fans wanting him to walk onto pitch and be, you know next bloody Redfern or whatever he's, he's going to need time because some of these people that are shouting you know they want him back because he's going to be amazing and fantastic these will be people that will be slagging him off after two or three games saying oh he's not playing he were oh he's not playing very well is he mm-hmm. and I don't want it to spoil him because he has got a lot of potential for me a lot of potential Um so yeah there is a couple of players in there that in another three or four years' time, we might be saying, bye, look, he's doing well now at Man U, isn't he? That yeah. £15 million that we got for him, oh, fantastic. <laughs> and we've pissed that at wall, haven't we? <laughs> um, any, any for you, Ian? I, I tend to look at the young lads, I'd say like Theo Chapman mm. or, a, or, yeah. or Jallo, potentially. Of, well, they've got the potential, um, the bits I've seen of them. They excite me, and I think they've got bright futures ahead of them if they could be handled right. And, it, and, and a lot of it is luck as well with injuries and getting the right run in at the right club. And I think they potentially, if they could get a, 
are running the side, I think they could be, um, we could be talking about them for years to come. Mm, yeah. Um, I just add to that that I hope um, Sam Cosgrove scores a worldie. That's going to be in the top five best ever Barnsley goals that we've seen. Um, we wish him well. Um, Have you got money I, already, mate? Have you got some money on him? I'm not saying anything. Ah, I should have known, shouldn't I? Buddy Power, other sides are available. Um, <laughs> double header, double header uh, at home next. First up is Burton. Ian played six, drew two, lost four. Um, there, I mean, it, it, it makes it, I suppose, if you're a Burton fan, a little bit of uh, worrying reading. Third from bottom, minus seven goal difference. Um, it, it's not great, is it? They score two goals and they got nine against. The two draws were, I believe, one one and nil nil. Um, yeah. easy victory then for the Reds. Oh, there's never an easy victory. Um, yeah, they've they signed Cole Stockton forward. He got injured. They signed a couple of other signings that they got at the close season have got injured. They've had a tough start. Um, I'd be more worried if we were going there. We seem to be a bit of a bogey side down there, but I think we should. I'd like to think we've got too much for him on Saturday. Um, for those of people who look at our website and read our stuff, the preview's out tomorrow, and it is. Um, a Burton fan has done a bit of a Q&A with, for us, and they're very complimentary again about Jasper Moon and can't believe we let him go. He's still doing great things for them at Burton. Well done, so he's, he's coming back to Oakwell on Saturday. So we'll see how he performs, but I, I'm going through. I hope one. he walks on tip pitch on Saturday, giving it that one. I really do. You over there at the end of the match, and they've won. <laughs> well, you never know, do you? No, but I'm going three-one. But yeah, um, a Burton fan uh, sums up their season so far very well, and it's not been a great start for them. So uh, hopefully, we'll we'll uh, win that one. Because we've got a tough one after that against Pompey. Yeah, it's, it's always so. difficult, Steve, isn't it? After a, a, like an international break. I mean, <clears> for my, I, I don't think there's many badly players that have been out on duty. Maybe some with the under twenty ones, which is fair enough. But we, we we finished that little bit on an high, didn't we? You know, we, we were doing really yeah. well, and then you've got that week's rest, which, besides maybe some recovery time for some players or those last you know deadline day signings that played in the cup match against Grimsby, maybe integrate them fully. Um, your score, your forecast for uh, for Saturday afternoon. Um, I'm not saying it'll be comfortable, but I think it'll be probably two 0 something like that. Um, I'll be quite honest; I won't want to be in Neil Collins' shoes because I think he's got some difficult decisions to make for team on Saturday. Yeah, Styles played full ninety minutes as far I think for for Hungary. Uh, I think they're top of their group, so you know it's it's. I think back five probably will pick itself. Keeper obviously will pick itself. But I think midfield and up front at minute, you know, you could pick pick any 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 five from probably nine or ten players. Yeah, that's what we want, though, isn't it? We want. I don't to want Phillips him. to play. I just don't want Phillips to play. I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> I don't want Phillips to play. But again, actually, I don't want Herbie Kane to play either because you know somebody else. But I'm just the, saying, you know, you can slag me off all you want, but I just don't want them. To, I want. I think we've got better players now. The I thing really is, do. Is, is are any youngsters in contention, Steve? After the the display, Theo Chapman in? is going to be a great player if Nathan. we look after him and bring him through and keep letting him have 
a little bit at first team and a taste of it and and get get you know get around these these more senior players i think theo chapman is going to be next big earner for barnsley i really do yeah. further here theo chapman is the next big thing coming out of is barnsley. the next clarence seedorf oh what a player what a talk, player you were talk about i can see i'm closing the show and you're going to mention the dutch superstars of total football we need to know about one that. day i know i know well I know. we'll do that next show then we'll compare what what dutch superstars would you compare to existing barnsley players oh, that'd be an Lawrence, that's an interesting one for you isn't it Lawrence dan oval Ariandersheel. <laughs> So you're going Van to tell Hummer. me Devante Devant Cole's next Marco Van Basten, Van Basten. isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stop taking yeah. them tablets, for God's I don't, sake. I don't, I don't think Cole can get that goal in the 88-euro no, final. Not, <laughs> not at all. I, you've been listening to the Reds Report. I'm going down memory lane and talking about some of our favourite players, moments, managers and goals. And, of course... Uh, the preview on Burton Barnsley are at home three o'clock on Saturday. And um, have a look at our website tomorrow at www.retsreport.co.uk and the preview that Ian's done with a Burton fan or the Andy Asquith derby, as we like to call it. Andy Asquith is about four seats away from you, Steve, in the Pontiac, and travels from Burton every single home match because that's where he lives. Works for a brewery, lads. We need to get him in. That'd he works for a brewery. Sponsor. Why do I not know that he works for a brewery? Introduce me. Get me introduced. We need a brewery trip. 12,000 on brewery trip. Come on, guys. Let's get going. <laughs> you heard it here first. You have been listening to the Reds Report. Proud to be part of the TalkSport Fans Network. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.